0: Welcome back guys. It's Monday of a new week and today I'm going to tell you about the restaurant social media strategy that I've come up with and that will tie into what I've been doing so far today. So we today went and met up with our coffee supplier, a company called Clifton Coffee in Bristol. And as well as um, We killed two birds birds with one stone because I got to have a question-answer session with the two founders over there and I got some fantastic advice um, and we chatted off off, um, without recording for a while as well. I got some great advice from the two of them, it was really interesting chat, I got some great video footage which I'm going to put out there eventually and we also took three of our waiting staff over there as well and they got all trained up on the coffee machines and they got trained up by an expert barista. He was answering any question they had to do with coffee and they got to see around the warehouse there that they've got. Some of the main points that I got from the founders um, in terms of advice when I was asking them about their business is um, one guy, James, he was saying, just keep it simple. And I I also picked up from him that he naturally had a knack for looking at problems with a different perspective. and doing things that other people aren't doing. So, for instance, when he was just starting up, coffee wholesaler would approach a cafe or restaurant and offer to sell them a espresso machine and try and make a margin, a good profit margin out of selling them that, then try and sell them all the coffee, and it would always be add-ons like this. What James said worked well for him is he would, because he'd approach the customer he'd say look here's the catalogue price of the of an espresso machine from this ma- manufacturer i'm going to match that and sell that one to you because that's the best machine so i'm not going to make any margin when i sell you this espresso machine but let me give you th- let me uh, sell that to you and then i will main make sure that that espresso machine is maintained providing you buy your coffee from me and all the cafes and restaurants love this. Uh, I'd, I'd imagine it, uh, I know that we love that service as well. And he said it were, It was win-win for him because he knew what the best espresso machine was. And if he could just sell that to the cafe or restaurant, he wouldn't have a problem maintaining it because he'd know it inside out. He'd know it, it was a reliable machine. Um, and just switching that way of doing it and, and, and not taking any profit uh, margin when selling the espresso machine but in fact having um, selling the cafe and restaurant a different product and saying you know I'm going to maintain that for you uh, if, it, if it ever breaks down you can call me I can come and service it and I also got some great advice from Ed the co-founder of Clifton Coffee who was just saying that his uh, way of thinking about whether or not to offer a s- certain service to one of his existing customers is it, he'll think to himself Would I offer this, or would I do this, and put myself out for a potential customer? And if he thinks, yes, I would try and offer this service just to secure a potential customer, then he thinks, well, why don't I do that for my existing customers? Um, Because, as he said, the mindset of people is they're so desperate to get new customers um, that they often neglect their existing customers. So that's how he'll process whether or not to go to the effort, um, go the extra mile for an existing customer and say would I do this for a potential customer. Tuesday and you're watching me, I'm just returning from an exam that I've just sat in Bristol so i just got the train back and it was an exam in Accountancy. I'm currently studying a Level 3 AAT Accountancy course. And so uh, from time to time, I've got to go and sit these exams in Bristol. And how all of this started was when I was leaving the Royal Marines, my Sergeant Major, who once I'd explained to him my reasons for leaving, he said to me, if you're gonna go back and run your parents' business, what you need to do, you need to get get yourself trained up on accounts and bookkeeping. So off the back of that, I got myself signed up with a one week intensive Course made for people leaving the military who were interested in accounting as a possible uh, civilian occupation. I went on this course, and there were all sorts of um, branches of the the people in various branches of the military, army, air force, navy, uh, all of various ages, most of them older than me much higher ranks than me that's for sure and they're all on this course and I was the class geek. I, I, I was hanging off every word of what this guy was saying, the guy taking the course, ex-accountant and it all was really making sense to me. I think my main subjects in school other than PE or what I used to like was maths and uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I liked how on this accountancy course uh, everything made perfect sense, there was a clear right and wrong. And so I, I actually enjoyed it. So, then off the back of that, when I was actually leaving the Marines, they pay or part paid for uh, some of these courses I've been doing over the last few years. Now, there's a couple of benefits, clear benefits that I can see in me doing this course. One of which is it ties in with my um, lifelong learning. Attitude that I have and I always want to be constantly studying some sort of subject. I want to have something that I can um, Learn and study while eating my breakfast every morning. The other reason it will benefit me is Well, it already has benefited me is it's enabled me to handle the accounts of my parents restaurant They've had it for just over 10 years and they had never got someone to sort out all of their accounts and download Quickbooks and input all of the different receipts and invoices and sales totals and bank statements they'd just never done that and so they didn't actually know whether or not they were making any money and they also had some problems with their income tax and uh, all of that's in the past now and it was good for me to be able to do that for them and get all of that sorted for them. Uh, another reason this is hopefully going be, to benefit me is that should I need something to supplement my income or support the business I start, I know that after this course I'll be able to get a job or a part-time job in an accountancy firm or possibly offer my services as a bookkeeper, a self-employed bookkeeper. Because it's still, no matter how many apps there are to help people with their bookkeeping, it is still something that um, small businesses fall down on. And so I could do that. And then the other main reason that this course is going to benefit me. Is obviously when I do start my business. In that early start up phase. Or at least a good couple of years into it. I'll be able to do all the accounts properly myself. And I'll stay really on top of them. That's the other reason. I hope at some point when I do get a business that works for me. It'll be big enough for me to outsource all of that sort of thing. But. As some of my mentors have said, small businesses often fall down on uh, proper maintenance of their accounts. I was watching a YouTube video just not long ago. It featured Mark Cuban, um, the American billionaire, who he mentioned that if you're able to, in your part time, do an accountancy
1: course and know it inside out, it puts you in a much better position. You all know I'm working at my parents' restaurants, and I'm trying to learn... As much as I can about how to run a business. And one area I have difficulty is in giving critical feedback to staff. I don't have a problem with giving it, that's not the issue. But how I do it and how I go about it, I think I could get better at that for sure. There was an issue today where I pulled someone aside, and because I hadn't struck while the iron was hot, I'd had been i witnessed what they did that wasn't quite right and then I'd been thinking about it for about 10 minutes before I actually got to speak to them about it. And that created a lot of tension between the two of us and it didn't quite feel how it should be um, and it didn't end on as quite a positive note as it should have as well. Um, so I think in future I definitely need to strike while the iron's hot as I say. And if I see something, I either go for it and address it straight away with them, or make a note of it and just speak to them about it at a more appropriate time, maybe another day. It's tricky at the restaurant because you don't want those staff to go into a shift feeling miserable because you know that they're the face of the restaurant and they're gonna be dealing with customers, customers imminently. So it's a tricky one to judge. It's definitely an area I need to get better at.
0: Hey guys, it's Wednesday. And let me just tell you about something that's working well for us at the restaurant. Because when I first got there two years ago, there was a lot of staff discontent and no one really knew what their job role was, what their contract stated, when they'd get paid, when they'd get the rota, how to apply for time off and all of that sort of thing. And we've basically turned all of that around in the last um, sort of two years or so in that now. I made a, a training manual and a contract for every single employee, there's regular rotors being made, staff are being listened to, we have regular staff meetings. Um, we look for win-win scenarios so for example we're trying to get the staff more trained up in wine but we're also trying to offer them a perk so we now offer our cost price um, for the wines. for all of the staff, if they want to take any wine home, they want to buy any wine from the restaurant, they can get it at our cost price. Um, they clearly know how to apply for time off a holiday, they know to e- email the restaurant, and we've also got a little book where they can not apply for um specific paid holiday, but they can just request certain days off, and we can usually give them uh, those days off if it works, making the rotor wise, and if it's fine, so that people like that as well. Um, And, yeah, it's all paying off in that now, uh, you know, the staff are very happy. I I hope they're happy. They seem happy. Um, And when it comes time for trying to recruit a new member of staff, they're actually doing a lot of that legwork for us. And they're usually recommending people um, or colleagues or people that they've worked with in the industry. And they're saying to them, you know, there's a job opening at the circus restaurant. You want to get on it. They're good employers, it's a great restaurant, you'll be proud to work there. So that saves us a lot of hassle uh, and time in going out there and really searching far and wide for staff and using agencies and paying for adverts online and all of that sort of shit. So they're actually doing a lot of that for us and they're giving uh, some of the best people in the industry in our area their seal of of approval and uh, pulling them over to us, which is all, all fantastic.